Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Get up! Get on up! March Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. It's the 18th day of February. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you beautiful folks and a happy long holiday weekend to everybody over there. Let's see if I get this right. At the end of the runway, what city am I talking about? Oh, I did it wrong. It I could think. be a lot of me in the runaway. You're talking about College Park. There you go. See? Make sure. Every time I say College Park, you say, oh, them folks at the end of the Shout runaway. Shout out to the folks out there on Main Street, College Park. There you go. Good morning, College Park. And everybody else. It's cold out there. Yeah, it Let is. Let me just tell you right now. It's, it's cold outside. And you know what? And that's the thing. You, you got to dress appropriately now because we're in this time, this time when the weather, you know, is going back and forth. Mother Nature's those, just teasing us. You, yeah, you know, but that's that's what, what February is all about. We, we, we're seeing this, you know, and even with us with sports, we know that, you know, we're getting to the part of playoffs. It was uh, tournament time with basketball, so we start thinking spring. Baseball players are down in Florida, can sit. So we're thinking spring. And then we get a couple of 60-degree days in here, and then we're going to break out the shorts and the flip-flops. And then we get something like I this morning. I right? cut the grass last week. <laughs> I did, man. You know, keep it even there, even though it's still brown. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. It's that time of that transition month. And so we just have to prepare ourselves, you know. I'm if still, it's going to be I'm, cold, it's going to be cold. Don't I'm, go out there in your shorts and flip-flops today. I'm still working on two things that don't happen in this city anymore in this month. One, the circus. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the, you know, the Hawks taking that long West Coast road trip so the circus could come to town. And I don't know, they may still do this, but – I don't keep up on as much as I used to. The monster trucks used to always come this They'll time of year. Here. They're, they're, they're. I don't. Maybe it was January when they came through, but it's, this was this time of year always reminded me of those two events. Yeah. And now that they have changed, and circus don't run around the way they used to. They changed just, location too. Well, the circus doesn't come through anymore. They oh, don't. No, they don't do anymore. the circus don't do anymore. Circus anymore. But I mean, the the monster trucks. I think they've they've had that out of AMS. You ever been in one of those? What's that? The, the monster trucks, the oh, yeah, big old man. things jumping around the hills oh, and all that? That's, 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 that's beautiful. That's a spectacle you got to at least see once. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been out there to see them, you need to see them once. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Busy morning today. Actually, we're going to kind of uh, continue a conversation we started yesterday when we got the news that Lefty Drizel had passed and, of course, his connection to Georgia State and the people that – you know that I have stories, you know, that have met him, worked with I'm, him. I'm texting back years. and forth with Dave Cohen right now, the voice of the of Georgia Georgia State. They're at the airport and they're getting set to to fly back. They get, were, were victorious at Old Dominion. Oddly enough, Coach Drizell lived up in the Virginia. He lived in Virginia Beach and was a native of Norfolk. And oddly enough, Georgia State spent time playing up there. This is mm-hmm. they, they played over James Madison, a place where Coach Drizell also. Uh, coached, and then they played at Old Dominion, which was in Norfolk. They played there last night. 
Um, and he so, spent uh, he spent all his time east of the Mississippi. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. All right. But, uh, I, but I had mentioned to you yesterday, and and I want to just because it drove me crazy, but um, Ralph Sampson had a connection with Lefty Drizel, and they had spent some time together. He was on his bench uh, when he was at James Madison. Now, I don't know how long Ralph Sampson, you know, ventured into coaching, but I know I just remember that because I just remember it being a kind of a weird combination. And I had met Ralph a couple times prior to that, but um, yeah, that's just the one that popped into my mind because it was in the early '90s when he joined him in James Madison. Anyway, so we're going to uh, hopefully talk to Dave Cohen here in a little bit. We're going to talk to Kyle Sandy again. Figure out which part of the state he's in. State tournament starts this week. Region tournaments are all done. He may talk about some of the region champions, but state tournament starts this week. The March on Macon. It's about to get started. Okay. And then you got Travis Williams. Yeah. A couple different levels you can have interesting conversations with him. He's out there in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But he's also, you know, the HBCU All-Star Game. So a couple things that, you know, off the top, I'm looking forward to talking to Travis. He's going to be with us at 720. Also going to talk a little NASCAR. Mother Nature is not cooperating with them down there in Daytona. They you didn't know. get to run the Xfinity <laughs> race yesterday. They're going to be running them Monday. Let's see if they can get the cup race in today. We're going to keep an eye on the radar. Tim, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go Stop ahead. It's, uh, Tim Scarborough, college yeah. basketball analyst. He is going to be joining us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And Steve Holman. Bang! <laughs> and and, and we, will, we will confess to him that, yeah, we know who you were talking about when any time that Trey does something on the defensive end and you say out loud, oh, what's he doing? Trey doesn't play defense. We, we, we know who you're aiming that at. Oh, absolutely. So, so <laughs> thank him for that. Also, um, we're going to replay our feature, our, our, our latest feature, They Got Next. We're going to play it again at the uh, 840 segment, which is, by the way, I will let you know about the uh, latest casting call, which is up. But They Got Next is a, a, a new feature that Sam and I have. We started it about three weeks ago, and we are looking for 13-year-olds and under who want to get into this business. Sports talk host, sports reporter, whatever it is, we're going to give you an opportunity to do a one, one-and-a-half-minute sports report and – do it on our show. Now, it could be Saturday. It could be Sunday. This week we got a Monday, but we'll do it either on a Saturday or Sunday. So you guys will reach out to us. And if you've not heard it yet, that's why we're going to replay it at 840. We've had three weeks of doing this. We had uh, Terrell Thomas's daughter. And last week we had Bo Johnson's daughter. And yesterday we had your high school scoreboard show partner, Coach Chris Parker, his yeah. daughter. Yeah. Middle schooler. Ellie uh, just did a great job. Ellie Parker joined us yesterday. So we're going to replay that so you guys can hear what's going on. And sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, friends of the family, if you know somebody 13 and under that would like to do this, you think they got that got that, that itch to get into broadcasting, we are providing a platform for you. So we're yep. going to replay that coming up at, uh, at 840. Fantastic, fantastic. We're, we're efforting to try to track down Dave Cohen because at 620 the team is going to start boarding Want to try to catch up with him if we can momentarily to get, to get his thoughts uh, on Coach Drizelle. I know it's early, and like we said, we're doing some stuff kind of fluid this morning. I don't know if um, Noel we able to track him down. Well, we got to talk to Noel anyway. She needs to come on here because we ain't seen her in a week or talked to her in a week. I am I am still working on Coach, but good good morning. Fellas. Hello. Okay. Don't she sound all sunshiny I know, and I know it. man like breakfast like breakfast has just been brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened when you get some sleep finally. Oh. Don't talk to me about sleeping. I woke her up again this week. Did you? Well, see, I don't know where she got eighty two jobs. She's the only person I know got works more than Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and so oh, I try my. to call her and so now I don't even call, I just shoot texts to her. 
are you up? Are you alive? I don't know what your schedule <laughs> And I don't hear back from her for a few hours. I check back in a few hours. Because, you know, there's things I think about. We talk all the time. And something that just happened that fell into my lap. And I said, oh, i got to make sure this is ready for the show. And then I just feel bad reaching out to you. Because I just, I don't, I don't. But I'm working on your system. I'm, I'm getting it there. You have a Noel's World coming up at 740. I do. I do. And looking forward to whatever it is that you're going to be talking about. You don't tell us ahead of time. And then later on in the show, uh, if it's not covered during Noel's World, we're going to get you talking about your thoughts on last week. I got a feeling some of what happened last week with the game, because again, for those of you who listen <laughs> to us, you know that we are either sometimes, the like yesterday, a perfect example of what I've been talking about. We get in here yesterday, and we apologize because all week long you've heard people talk about giving their thoughts on the Super Bowl. But we're off all week, so it is our only chance. That was our first chance was yesterday. Yep. Right? So we're the, either the last person to give our thoughts on a subject or, unfortunately, was the case also yesterday, big news broke in the sports world, and we were the first to talk about the passing of Lefty Giselle on yep. the station. So yep. it, it, it works both ways. So, Noel, we will give you an opportunity to uh, get your thoughts out there about what happened last week. Um, anything else? Yeah, did you have a good week? Yeah, good good week. Finally got some rest yesterday, so I feel much better about the week today than I did yesterday. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, you got you got a chance to watch some of Saturday night the All Star game? No, I had to catch up on that when I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was tapped out. I tell so, you what, our home folks really uh, yeah, really put did. on the show. Yeah, he, he Trey did a little something, something. He represented. He represented we, very we, well. We were quite proud of uh, what Trey did yesterday. I, I got a feeling, even though he's mad he didn't win it, he, at least he showed out. Oh yeah, did he, he looked? He looked pretty good. Hey, hey, Noel. You know now. You know on on the first day back after being gone all week long, we do our story of the week. Oh, she's in the middle of something. I think she might be getting Dave Cohen there. Oh, we're hoping. We're keeping our fingers yep, crossed yep. there. We'll see what's up here. I'll save this little game. story here. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I was going. I had her. I, I was, see, because again, I don't keep, she got sparks coming off her. Oh, oh, let's see what we got here. I think let's we, hope. I think, let's I think hope. we got him. Well, he can give us a, he can give us a story or two before he gets on the flight. <laughs> I, wanted, um, I, wanted to get, I wanted to tell her what our story of the week was it, yesterday. We what do we have there, Noel? We got an update? No, she's looking at it, so I guess that's the. She has this thing that um, that Max does. Where we get worked up, and she just looks at us calmly. <laughs> it's not really it. But uh, we're still efforting him? Still working on him? We are still working. I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit. Uh, okay. Sam, email me that. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, we're trying to, you know. Okay. This is nice. A little behind the scenes thing there. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. While we have this moment, and, 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 to avoid any sort of dead air, I will tease a little bit of what's coming up on the casting call. And it is there for you right now at Get Cast with Greg on X. It's also on Get Cast on 929thegame.com uh, slash casting call. There is a big call that I have up for Stranger Things. I will leave it at that. Do we have Mr. Cohen? I think we got him. We got him now. All right. All right. You do All the right. honors. All right. My goodness. Um, Georgia State Panthers at the airport about to get on their flight to head back home, Victoria's flight. Um, but but while there, of course, obviously Dave Cohen, the voice of the Panthers, uh, knew Coach Drizel, worked with him, and knew him very, very well. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. How are you and the team doing? Good morning, Sam and Greg. How y'all doing? All right. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Before you get on the flight, we just wanted you to relay your thoughts uh, a little bit about Coach Drizel, the time you spent, and what he means uh, to Georgia State Athletics. Well, I think first and foremost, it's, uh, you know, it was one of the great hires in uh, Georgia State Athletics history. He, upon arrival at Georgia State, 
you know, was a little larger than life for us at the time. Just think back to what Georgia State Athletics was like in the uh, mid-1990s, you know, prior to his arrival. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, aside from the fact that he had a winning season every year, he was at Georgia State, which had not been done that much uh, in those early days. And um, he really forced Georgia State Athletics to grow uh, beyond the boundaries it had become accustomed to, not just referring to men's basketball, but really uh, athletics. And I think the rest of the you know, university staff bringing, him, uh, bringing someone like that in you know, realized once again that uh, you know, he became the face not just of basketball, but the face of athletics. And certainly the 29-5 and team of 2000 and 2001 was fantastic. And the run in the NCAA tournament was fantastic out in Boise, Idaho. And, um, he reached the finals of the uh, Transamerica Athletic Conference of the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament that next year. We lost to Florida Atlantic uh, and ended up in the NIT. But, again, uh, really became, at the time, the face of Georgia State basketball and really Georgia State athletics and, again, pushed Georgia State in the direction uh, that it has continued in all of these years. I think Bob Reinhart in the, uh, you know, in the uh, 80s gets a lot of credit for um, getting Georgia State basketball off the ground and headed in a, headed in a direction. Uh, and then Lefty Drizel kind of took the baton there and took it to newer heights that had obviously never been reached before. But, you know, he lived a great life. I was fortunate to be around him quite a bit and kept in touch with him on a pretty regular basis. And a year ago when Georgia State made this trip up here to play Old Dominion in Norfolk, I drove over to Virginia Beach and uh, went to his condo. And, you know, we sat and had a great visit for about three or four hours, did a couple of interviews. He was very lucid, obviously. And, uh, you know, I think, think back at that uh, at that visit when I got the news yesterday and just so thankful that I that I made that effort to go over there and spend that what I look back at as quality time with him and it was fantastic but he lived to 92 and uh, I think as I've told a couple of people if at birth uh, we were offered to sign to live to 92 and live the life that Lefty Drizel lived I think we'd all say give me the pen and we'd sign off on it so very sad obviously but um, you know so fortunate to have been just a small part of the journey in his 92 years and uh, above and beyond that, uh, his his college basketball you know reputation, which to this day lives on at Georgia State, among the other schools that he coached at. Yep, yeah, spending time with Dave wow. before he gets on the that plane. That was beautiful. Yep, he related all that. that <laughs> yeah, he that, did. That, that, does he still have family here in the in the Atlanta area? He does. As a matter of fact, the day before his passing, I talked to his oldest daughter Pam, uh, who's in Atlanta, and she had been traveling back and forth during this process. He had he has four children obviously grown now and uh between the four of them they had been uh you know showing up and being being there for him during this time he'd been in uh, you know he'd been struggling with with health issues i don't know let's say the last four to six months i think and uh so i think every you know the family knew what was what was obviously inevitably coming um when i talked to her what two days ago um very cool, very calm, very collective, um, and they they were there at the time of his passing, which is which is great, great way to to bring it in for a landing, so to say. 
Fantastic, fantastic. We know you guys got to go. They're going to call you on the flight here pretty soon. Um, you know, but we we got a little bit of time. All right, <laughs> well, we got to go. We got we we up against a break now. Nobody tell me come out of the break. They're going to be calling you guys on. So that's why we want to come to you now. We appreciate you getting some time to us. Congrats on the win, good win, uh, bringing home a W from up that way. But also we appreciate you sharing some thoughts on Coach. And we got to get him on sometime soon. Oh, yeah, we got to get him on because we got all kind of stuff. We got to get a new head football coach. Yeah, (laughs) we got a lot of stuff to talk to you about. We got a lot of stuff to talk to you about, man. Uh, I'm telling uh, you, Sam, it's been a – Sam and Greg, it's been a wild 72 hours uh, after being with Sam at spring practice on the opening day and then that news breaks and then, you know, we're on the road with basketball on this trip and then the lefty news breaks. Uh, It's been uh, been a whirlwind in Georgia State Athletics news, to say the least. Yeah, very very nice tribute to coaches also on the uh, Georgia State Athletics uh, webpage. If you go there, you see a very nice tribute to Coach Trezell. Dave, safe travels back home to you and the Panthers, man, and thanks so much for the time. Thank you, Dave. All right, you guys, take it easy. Thank you. Appreciate it. All All right. right. And we move from that. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about what happened last night, and then coming up later on in the hour, Kyle Sandy's going to join us. Get ready for the high school state tournament. That is all coming up. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 TheGame.com. Yeah, love that song. You know what movie that was part of? Give it up there a little bit, Daniel. You know what movie that was part of? Well, actually, I I think I do, but tell us. Go ahead, go ahead. Richard Pryor, Here and Now. Yes. I forgot about that. Richard Pryor, Here and Now. I forgot all about that movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was telling you about? Speaking of Richard Pryor movies, I was telling folks about, as we get ready to talk NASCAR later on in the show, Grease Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't know yeah. about Grease Lightning? You need to check it out. It is the story of Willie T. Ribs. No, it's not. Wendell I'm sorry. Scott. I was going to make you paying attention. Wendell Scott. Wendell Scott. Willie uh, T. Ribs. I always do a story about Willie T. Ribs. <laughs> no, you need to make a movie about him. We do need to. Uh, no, Wendell Scott, Grease Lightning. That would be, um, that'll, that'll be a missed opportunity. That would be the story of Willie T. Ribs. The only thing according, that would be. According to legend. According to legend. According to legend. Willie T. Ribs was a big road race. Out in California, right? He's right, you know, and 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 nice looking guy, you know, and and so he was being successful. That they're trying to get him to come to NASCAR, okay, come to NASCAR, and as a, you know, and I won't say he was kind of nonchalant about it. But he was what he had done in California. He was making good money, doing whatever out there, running, you know, the the, the race circuits out there. He comes, and there's some people, you know. We've seen from the movie Days of Thunder what it means to get sponsors. Yeah, you know you got some sponsors behind your car, and there were some sponsors and whatnot interested in in meeting them. And I, the story goes different ways. Some people say he got lost and went down a run one way street or <laughs> something in Charlotte or whatnot, and never got together with those sponsors. Those sponsors decided, you know what, we're gonna go with somebody we know, somebody from there, somebody's reading that car, and they got behind. Dale Earnhardt. Really? Okay. See, this is why I do what I do. You always have these great stories. <laughs> See, this is this is why I always mix up purposely uh, Wilson Pickett and and, and, and and the other boy there. Uh, um, oh, who are you talking about? When I talk about music, and I always talk, I always get, I always get Wilson Pickett and um, oh. Junior, uh, Junior Walker. Oh, you say Junior Walker? Yeah, Junior I always Walker. do that just purposely because you had a story then. <laughs> I get them wrong there, but 
Anyway, I was telling somebody about, you know, Richard Pryor this past weekend and Richard Pryor movies. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Happy... Well, I'm going to save this one because I want to I get some music. You're saving everything. You no, well, we something. got stuff to do here because Dwight Freeney, happy 44th birthday. Absolutely, man. Dwight Freeney. Dude. And, and, and. Dude knew how to get to the quarterback. Dude. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. could use. He's only 44. Yeah. Let, let, let Mr. Blank know he's available. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of football, would have been Pat Boland's birthday today. I think we lost him in 17. Pat Boland's the. Uh, former owner of the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. This one's for John when they won their Super Bowl against <clears throat> Falcons. Yeah. Do we want to talk? <laughs> when it was for John. Yeah. Do we call, do we call that the John Elway Super Bowl uh, or the, the this one's for John Elway or is it that defensive back for the Falcons who made the yeah, biggest news? who made the big deal. Uh, wow. Eugene. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Last night, um, the – I don't know what was the draw. What was the thing you were looking forward to? Was it Steph and Sabrina? Was it the slam dunk? Uh, once again, a dude from the D League won it. You gotta <laughs> love that. You gotta love that. And uh, all I could think about all night long was Woody Harrelson. Why you say that? <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. And it was it was a wonderful event. And and people were complaining about the judging. But I, I I enjoyed that. But I really was looking forward to what will be most likely if they do it properly, the new draw for 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 um, All Star Saturday Night. They had a championship belt. That was beautiful with the goats on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the man. Goats on oh my side. goodness! Yeah, that, that, that was a, that was outstanding. Uh, you you kind of figured Steph was going to win. He did win. He, I mean, it wasn't a blowout, so obviously he had to make his last shot to get it done. He beat Sabrina, but that was that was nice the way they did it and the way they did it after the three point competition. And then let's talk about Trey. Man, represented, dude, represented, and they made him go first. Yeah, every time he, I mean, he was he was number one, and that's the position that most will say they don't want. And he stepped up every time. Because you go out and you set the number, and everybody else mm-hmm. becomes behind you, knows, okay, this is what I got to do. And and that's what kind of like what Lillard did. He says, okay, this is what I have to do. And in that last uh, matchup with he and, and Lillard, you know, Trey got off to a little bit of a bad start with the first rack. Right. And to me, that may have been the difference. He missed his last shot as, as well. But to me, if he got off to it, that a better start with that first rack. By the time you get to that second or third rack, he was like nailing all of them. You know, I mean, he he, he was just just very cool and yeah. I, I just like the way he he played the whole thing off being up there this weekend. So it was just great. You know what I was thinking about, and I I don't know the exact year it started. Was Kobe with us when they started doing all the crazy stuff to the courts? Crazy stuff like what? I mean, you know the way, the, the, just the 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 light the, the light show that you now get on a court. Um, and I want I'm, I'm serious. Been around for some of that, but I mean that, that, the that, more that, the beginning of it, it. It's become the norm. So I was now. thinking about this last night. What you know, he we could go back and and talk about some of the older guys, but he's the most recent you know great to leave us, and the way that that presentation happened. That's what was the spectacle of. What you now do during these All Star weekends, the way they, you know, the way they make the courts look, you know, for all this 
the way it appears on television looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And again, I just was thinking about the people who would like to have seen that. Yeah. And I was just wondering, how much of this did Kobe see before he left? Again, I just was I thinking. Think, I think some of that was starting. It was it, just it, it, starting. It, it, it wasn't to the level like it, it was starting. last night. Yeah, no, no. And, and so that was, that was one of the thoughts I had run through my head. I said, he would really love to see this. Yeah. And the tributes of people continuously talking about him throughout, um, you know, throughout this weekend. Anyway, that, that's, those were my takeaways. Didn't, you know, the, the, the skills thing, eh, okay. Yeah, but it was, it was, overall, it was nice. But I ke- also kept thinking about the other stuff on the periphery because it was in Indianapolis. Yeah, wasn't you always, there. You always talk about it. It was Indianapolis. It what was you, Indianapolis, What, what man? you going to do in Indianapolis? You ain't got a whole lot. <laughs> there, there is stuff exactly. to do. Exactly. There, there is, stuff. is stuff to do. You got to go look for it. It's not like you walk out the door. Well, there door. may be not. But I mean, it, it's, I think, and I haven't been to the, you know, I haven't been, I've, it's been years since I've been up there. Last time I was up there was the old Hoosier Dome. I mean, that, that's how long ago it's been since so I've been in, in Indianapolis for Circle City Classic. And um, so the, 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 the house that Peyton built. Yep. Um, but with it being that, it's kind of like us. Uh, you know, I don't know if they got the transportation from the airport into town. But here, like Atlanta, you're in the central location. You got everything you need around your venue. You know, you don't, yeah. need, you don't, need, you don't need to rent a car no. or anything like that. And I'm, and I'm imagining that's what makes Indianapolis attractive is that everything it's is It's a around business there. trip. Right. You, you know, well, not just a business. Well, you can do it like a business trip. Yeah. But you obviously probably do have your restaurants, your hotels and everything within a short walk or a short Uber ride from the venue. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And that's it 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 gives you what you need. Now there are cities that give you more. And you know when you're in those cities. But everything's all scattered out though. You don't necessarily together. Dude, you can walk out the door in Vegas and everything's right there. You trip over stuff happening. Yeah. Now everything's not Vegas. I realize that, but let's say Chicago. Let's say if they're at the United Center, you're right there on Madison and there's enough you are ten minutes from right down Michigan Avenue and into downtown New York. Whether you feel safe or not walking around there, that's a whole different episode of Oprah. I yeah. get that. But there are cities where you got Miami, it's where, where the stadiums way out in a different places, not where people go for all the stuff. By the way, you, you hear what they're gonna do down there? They're getting ready to shut down spring break in Miami. They had enough. They can try. They well, they've had enough. They're gonna, well. The thing about Miami, as opposed try. to some places, you can actually do it there because if you shut down that causeway, you ain't getting to the beach. If they shut down one of those, if it gets too crazy, you know, somebody may take a page from. I hate to go back and revisit this, but take a page from what Bill Campbell did here, and, and just shut off the exit ramps. Because that's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. That's what yeah. he did. Right? Shut off we all the that. shut off all the exit ramps, yep. and y'all can keep riding, 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 the riding, riding. Miami, but y'all ain't about had- to- Block up a, my city. Yeah, they had enough and the shootings and all that stuff down there. So they're going to leave it open. They're going to try and put a curfew in. But at the end of the day, Miami has something that a lot of cities don't have. They got a lot of waterways. Mm-hmm. And if they shut down one of those causeways and shut the bridges down, you can't you can't get over there unless you flip her. Wow. <laughs> you know? That's going to be interesting to see them do. Yeah, so, see if they can pull it up. And this is the second time they've done this because they kicked, they sent folks out of Fort Lauderdale, the traditional you yeah. know, spring break place. Right, they right. had enough up there. So then they sent them all down to South Beach. I don't know. It's It was when you said Miami, it made me think about that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Uh, so now the game happens this evening. Yes. And what's the story? <laughs> As you look at me funny, okay. Now the game happens this <laughs> evening. We've had all the uh, warm-up and all the, you know, the, the preamble and everything. We had the game. 
Yeah, it, <laughs> you're right. You you're right. You're right. This is the Austin. On this a scale of one to this ten, this is something growing up that we just look forward to I and just, just wanted to see so bad. I know. Love watching NBA All Star Game. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? I'm 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 actually mad about not being able to enjoy one part of this weekend, and he would have been there, and that's John Morant. Yeah. I would love to see John Morant there this weekend. Now I realize he's hurt. And it's not, you know, the knucklehead stuff that kept him out of the beginning of the season. But this is – he's one of those dudes. who's from, 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 from Oklahoma City, Halliburton from Indiana. I want to see those guys that are what's next up against the LeBrons, the, the, the KDs, well, and some, those guys. Well, some of those guys know how people are feeling about this game. And the ones who are part of that next wave who are participating this week have vocally said – we got to make this game better. We want to make this game mean something. We want to make the game better. And not not to say that their predecessors have taken all the everything out of it, but it's just it's on us to to, to make this game special to go out and give the kind of effort and and uh, you know make people make, make people watch it again. Make people watch all of it again instead of like watching it in doses like I do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Here's something else I thought about for the first time. Well, I guess since 1984. The only Jordan presence at the All-Star Weekend was his shoes. Yeah. He's out of basketball. I mean, you think about that. Michael Jordan, no connection to the end. A little bit of ownership left. Yeah. But that's about it. I, well, Bakey, they're not, they're not knocking the door on the guy. If he wants to go, he can go. He can do whatever he wants to. I'm just saying he's not the owner anymore. He's not. He is not a presence. He got no business other than a little bit of an investment in the NBA. That's all I'm saying. He's he's not there anymore. The, the, you know, Michael Jordan has no say in what's going on with the NBA. A little bit about with you know his old team, but that's it. Yeah, he's probably, and that's the first time in in, he's in down, forever. He's down at Daytona with his investments. The, the other one, <laughs> say that out loud. Yeah, Michael Jordan's hanging out with his car investments as opposed to he's his down, basketball he's investments. Down, he's down, same day, he's got to make a choice. He's probably in Daytona. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Kyle Sandy, where is he? We'll, find well out not just that. where is he now, but where will he be in the course of this week? How many stops will he make at the different tournament sites? That's yeah. the thing, because, you know, you start not, you're playing at, at different high school, you know, gyms, different locations. So which ones have, has he decided are the ones that he must go to? That's the thing. Not so much where he is today, but where he's going to be in the next few days. Oh, well, that'll be the first question. Yeah. We'll ask him that. Shout out to everybody who's uh, listening to us at, that are at work. been hearing some people. You know, we got the folks at the car dealerships. We got the folks at the, the, home, the, the home depots and the Lowe's. And we got all these other people out on the roads working, yeah. first responders. Our first responders are out there. And all of that. And while it's a long holiday weekend for some, our first responders are always working. So we salute them uh, for effort and for being there for being there for us. Well said. Yep. And I'll just shut up and move on. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 18th day of February, and as we get ready to talk high school basketball, throughout the time I have worked with you, Mr. Crenshaw, you have enlightened me to players. Guys who have played high school sports and have come back as coaches, come back as part of the, uh, the administration, and welcomed with open arms and, and keeping that connection there. And while you think that is the reason why I played that song, you know, welcome back, it is not. 
Happy 70th birthday to John Travolta. Whoa. You want to turn that mic on? There Whoa. 70th birthday Barbarino, to John. Barbarino is 70. There's people out there who don't know who Barbarino is, though. Okay. Everybody, it's it's like, now, she's you're grinning over there. Look at her. Noel, come on in here. We have a guest. I realize that. And you might have something to say, but why are you grinning? Because I love that show. Oh, you so you knew that Travolta started there? Oh yeah, Tra- yeah, okay. Travolta, uh, uh, Lawrence Jacob Weiss, who never got enough work, but we ain't gonna go there today. Yeah, but how yes. about that? How about that? <laughs> Joe, yep. Play Joe Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. All right. Well, listen. I, I just wanted to know why you're smiling because I sometimes you're like, I didn't know that. So no, nah, she's she's all over. And a guy who I knew, I know, watched that show, or at least watched reruns of it, as we welcome Kyle Sandy on here from Sandy Spiel, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, everybody. How are you doing this morning? And and keep keeping, we're doing fine. And keeping in with what we started talking about here, is there a coach? Is there somebody that you can think of that played and then came back to that uh, that high school and uh, and coached that team? Whether it's basketball, football, somebody off the top of mind that that, that you can think of. Oh gosh, it's pretty early in the morning. You're putting me on the spot right now. I don't know exactly if they've come come back and coach at their their alma mater. Um, uh, there's a couple people, but they've they've moved on. You know, Benji Wood came back and coached at Buford uh, for a little bit. Uh, I think he might have went to school there, but uh, some people have moved on. Uh, ben Smith is back and he's he's coaching at Baldwin, but I'm not 100 percent positive he played at Baldwin or not, but. Uh, uh, I'm sure there there are some people that have graduated and come back and have led their teams to uh, some some great success. I'm sure there's a couple that I'm, I'm missing off the top of my head right now. I did want to um, put but you. It's on, always cool to see that. I did want to put you on the spot again. I mean, you've been on with us every <laughs> week, so you now you're part of the family. So we get to have a little fun with you. I'm thinking of the guy that we talked to not too long ago, uh, Sam from Park. Was it Parkview? The baseball coach was it or? Oh, it was football. Coach. Football coach. Yeah. We're still talking about well, Drefing. We've, we've seen we've seen a lot more of that with, with maybe with football than we have, have with, with, with basketball in the area. I would, okay. I would, I would think. Yeah. So the question was, Kyle, what are your travels like this upcoming week with everything that's going on in your world? That's a great question. I got to figure that out. I was trying to get a, a little bit of a uh, preliminary outline on that, but I have not made any decisions yet. But uh, obviously, these games tip off Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're back at it Friday, Saturday for the Sweet 16. Um, have a couple games circled that I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on, but I'm not exactly sure where I will be at yet. Obviously, uh, once we tip off the uh, state playoffs, uh, I'm a little busy. I- I'm watching the games. I got my laptop in my lap as well, trying to update these scores so everything is uh, coming through at the um, – fluid time so you could go off sandyspill.com to see all these uh, outcomes in real time um, but I'm not sure but there's going to be a couple good matchups all throughout the state and we had some exciting finishes in these region championships a couple upsets here and there um, so I'm sure I'll figure out somewhere good to be uh, in the gym these next couple days spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Kyle Sandy and he is social you can find him at Kyle Sandy 355 or at Sandy Spill at Sandy Spill either one um, you know, wherever he goes, Greg, he's going to make sure there's somewhere you can get a bite to eat after the games. We talked about that. The other places yeah. he goes and after the games, there's nowhere to go and eat. Uh, I think those are priority. If you got some place where high school state tournament games are going on 
and you got somewhere close to eat, uh, nearby, somewhere good to eat, you may have Kyle Sandy coming to your game. Well, I just want to, you know, now that you, you tee that up, other than Atlanta, I'll, I'll throw Macon in there. What are some of the cities that you like going to that we would not think of top of mind that you like enjoy, you know, after the games? They got this going on over here, or they, you know, I have to name the re- name of the restaurant, but they have an assortment of places for you to go after the games to enjoy a meal. The only problem is some of these games get finished so late. I mean, region tournaments, we had championships being crowned at almost the 11 o'clock hour, and unless you're going out to the, the bar or the restaurant uh, that's open late, like an Applebee's or something like that, I know the, the, the big spot, I know Sam always asked me, where are we going and making? Wild Wing Cafe, that's always a spot <laughs> hey, to go I, to. That's, that's, you. Go-to. <laughs> that's the one. That's the go-to that's in Macon, right? <laughs> yes, that is the go-to spot in Macon is the Wild Wing Cafe. Hooters is open uh, a little bit late as well, and, and Buffalo Wild Wings. But Wild Wing Cafe is definitely uh, the spot where you will find most people uh, hobnobbing after the championship games. There you go. Who surprised you in the region? We had, we did have some upsets. Who were some surprises, and uh, are you going to be keeping an eye out for them here going forward? I mean, in the Savannah area, Region 3, Class 3A, number 7, the 7th seed, Savannah Country Day got hot and won that region championship. They beat Johnson 60-52. to 52. That was a, a, a real uh, interesting outcome there. A lot of teams with uh, higher seeds, lower seeds, however you want to say it, uh, made deep runs in the seventh seed, actually won that region championship. You see Hart County is peaking at the right time. They're only about a game or two over 500. They beat Hebron Christian for the boys' championship, 59-53. Uh, Troop County. Uh, they were a seven seed in their region. Um, they were able to make it deep and made it, I believe, to the two seed in Class 4A. And Callaway, the Callaway boys, I believe they entered their region tournament uh, as the six seed, and Whoa. they just go on and they beat Columbia in the region championship. Wow. Um, so that was a, a huge result. And Callaway, again, you're looking at a team that is about 14 and 13 right now. They go in, they beat the two seed Elka. 65-59, and then they beat Columbia in overtime, 72-71. So that throws a huge monkey wrench into the Class 2A state playoffs. Wow, a six seed goes out and beats Columbia. And you know what those folks are used to doing over in Columbia. Um, man, that, yeah. that, that, that's, that's pretty remarkable. On the girls' side, who, 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 who are you watching over there? Uh, who came through their regions pretty good? Uh, Pope made a, a big comeback to topple Laster after they got beat by them in the regular season, 55-48. They were down, gosh, maybe close to 15 points, and they came storming all the way back. And uh, a big result that was just a, a lopsided score, considering how these two teams, they always play pretty close, it feels like. North Paulding finally got that monkey off their back and they were able to knock off McEachern for the region championship, the first in school history, if I'm not mistaken, for the Wolfpack, 63-40. to 40. So I know Greg is, uh, had his eyes all over that game, seeing North Paulding beat McEachern. So that was a big one. Wow, wow, man. Uh, you know, and these teams take this momentum into the state tournament. Uh, it, it's going to be going to be impressive to see. I'm looking at the boys 6A right now. If you go, like I said, to to follow Cal Sandy on social, he has all the brackets up there. They're all filled in. Opening round matchups, some intriguing matchups. When you look at some of the records for some of these games, I, I, I see uh, Maris is opening with Tiff. Um, I see Brunswick 13 and 16. Brunswick is in. They got Woodward Academy. This is the 6A that I'm looking at 
Um, so looking at some of the matchups uh, to start things out. You, you know, usually when we get to football, the first round, it usually kind of goes to form. You, you rarely see upsets in there. Basketball is different, though. You know, you 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 will find some upsets in the first round some, sometimes, right? Right. You're right about that. And some regions are just usually uh, a little bit stronger than others. Like you're looking at some potential upset candidates. How about Maynard Jackson on the boys' side? They fell to the four seed, but they're 18 and eight. They're really good. They put in that region five with Tri Cities and Chapel Hill and just all these juggernaut teams, Mays, you know, it was a dogfight just to make it to the state tournament. Well, they get the four seed, and now they're going on the road to Clark Central, who upset Winder Barrow in the region championship. Clark Central, 15-12 and 12 overall, but they have a stud player named Marcus Gillespie that averages close to 30 points per game. Um, but Maynard Jackson's a really good, strong team, a battle-tested team at that. So that's one of those potential upset matchups. Uh, that you could keep an eye on. And how about uh, a real under-the-radar one, two teams that don't have very sexy records, Cartersville, they got hot and knocked off some teams in their region tournament. They got the one seed when everyone thought it would probably come down to Hiram possibly winning it. But, no, it's Cartersville at 14-13. and 13. They get the one seed, but they'll play North Springs, a 9-19 and 19 team. Again, the record doesn't sound great, but if you go back and see who North Springs has played, they've had a grueling non-region and region schedule. They played the likes of Kell, Chattahoochee, um, Centennial, um, teams like that. They're, they've played some really good teams, GAC, so they lost a lot of those games, but they played a couple of those teams really tight, and they upset Cambridge to make it into the state tournament. So a 9-19 and team as the four seed out of Region 6 and Class 5A. Uh, they have a really good guard named Esmer Modesco, I believe, uh, can flat-out score the ball. So Cartersville. I know they have home court advantage, but that might be an interesting game to keep an eye on as far as an upset goes. That is Kyle Sandy joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. All right, listen, just take a, a moment away from the games, and I'm going to give you a chance to crow about what's going on in your website. You're directing people toward the Spring Showcase. You're going to be hanging out in Gainesville on uh, March 17th. Tell everybody what, about that. The Sandy Spiel Spring Showcase, that's right, March 17th also known as St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we'll be at Gainesville High School Girls and Boys Individual Showcase Camps. Girls goes at 10 a.m. Boys tip off at 4 p.m. It's just another opportunity to get some skill work, play some games in front of college coaches, in front of media. Every player in attendance will receive a player evaluation. Uh, We'll have some videographers there, photographers there. Um, Just another way to get some exposure before Travel ball starts. I know travel ball starts earlier and earlier every single year. Um, but just one last opportunity to get some skill work done, play in front of some coaches, get your name out there, get a write-up just to have in your back pocket and just to break off the rust in case you hadn't been playing uh, games if you got eliminated earlier in the high school season. So March 17th, the Sandy Spill Spring Showcase. The deadline to register is March 15th. And, of course, you can find all that information on sandyspiel.com. And on my Twitter account, Kyle Sandy three five five. Yeah, talk about the the importance of uh, of, of events like this uh, in basketball, really in all sports in this day and age, where college coaches are preferring uh, the, the the transfer per, transfer portal uh, rather than really recruiting the the the, um, the, the high school uh, high school kids. Talk about the importance of uh, of an event like this. 
Yeah, anytime you're able to play in front of college coaches, whether it's one college coach, whether it's 10 college coaches, that's extremely important. As you mentioned, especially at like the Division One level, a lot of these guys are looking for JUCOs and older kids. They want to build right away. They don't want someone to have to take the time to pour that effort into. But high school players are the kids that are going to be playing in college eventually. That's the bloodline of it all. Um, so you want to play in front of as many eyes as possible. It's the most important thing. Uh, you could play in an event, um, but if none of those college coaches are sitting there and actually evaluating you and watching you, uh, sometimes you can get lost and slip through the cracks. But a more intimate setting, if it's only 80 kids or only 40 kids and you do have five to ten college coaches in the gymnasium, if you stand out, you stand out. And it might not just be for this year. If you're 2025 or 2026, College coaches, they always want to look at these kids the younger and younger they go to have them on the radar by the time they're their senior year. But if you are an unsigned senior, um, especially if you're on the girls' side, um, you know there's going to be a lot of college coaches there. So it's very important to play in front of them, and especially if you don't have any offers right now, just to get your name out there and just to be a little bit more marketable. Uh, you want as many opportunities as possible to stand out and to play in front of college coaches. And that's hopefully something that we can provide on March 17th at the Sandy Spill Spring Showcase. Man, that is Kyle Sandy. He's gotten everything. He's covered hey, the tournament, got somewhere. If you haven't been getting any offers or whatnot, I want to get, get, really get on the radar uh, with some college coaches. He's providing you a way to do that. Uh, before we go, Kyle, I'm watching, I'm looking at the boys 7A and these two seeds. These two seeds are dangerous. And I just think the, 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 the number two teams, we know the number ones, the region champions. But boy, we got some dangerous two seeds. <laughs> and you look at the records. You look at Norcross is a two. You know, Pebblebrook is a two. You know, I'm looking at Lambert's a two. Uh, I, my goodness, man. I, and these are some dangerous teams. You want to do Walton's a two. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams that didn't quite get the job done in the region championship. I know last time we talked, we kind of mentioned Norcross potentially getting that, that, that one seed out of region seven. Again, Norcross is 15 and 13, but they're playing much better basketball right now. They, they couldn't get the job done against Peachtree Ridge, but they're right there at the end. But trust me, uh, the House of Blue is still a very difficult place to play. West Forsyth and Sam Moore, they're going to have to play, or Will Moore is going to have to play really well on the road there. Other two seats, Newton, they just could never beat Grayson, but no one in the state of Georgia has been able to do that yet. Yeah. Newton's very dangerous. Um, like you mentioned, just so many good teams. Lambert, um, even Burkmar as a three seed. Uh, that's crazy to think that Burkmar fell to the three-seed line. That is an extremely dangerous, extremely scary matchup traveling to Lambert. Yep, yep. Folks, it is it. The March to Macon begins this week. And, Cal, Sandy, we thank you for coming on with us this morning and getting get this all set. What you got? Also keeping some possible young folks looking for some alcohol off the streets. In other words, it's St. Patrick's Day, as he said. So if they weren't at this thing, they might be acting like high school students. And – I'm just saying, this is a nice thing that he keeps, he he got something going on, keep the kids in the gym, keep them off the streets, it's an amateur night. So I just wanted to say that to you, and thank you for that. I'm sure there's a lot of parents <laughs> out there, because we remember what we were like in high school, we weren't focused on, you know, sports or other things, and we get into mischief, so we yes, want to thank you for providing you. We will have no green beer March 17th. <laughs> no green, there you go. That's basketball. what I'm saying. You might have a leprechaun or two, but, but, but no green beer. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, Kyle. Thank you as always. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. There you go, Kyle Sandy. Coming up, we are going to talk to uh, Travis Williams. 
HBCU All-Star Game. And, and not only that, in Indianapolis, get his thoughts on All-Star Weekend up there. Also going to hear from Noel in Noel's World coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, but also keeping it local with Mr. Crenshaw next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 